everyone. Welcome to the Buyer-Centric Revenue Model Podcast. This is going to be a mishmash of audio content, LinkedIn content, guest podcasts, interviews, debates, and live Q&A. We'll primarily discuss six topics that reflect the Buyer-Centric Revenue Model. One, sales development versus marketing. Two, the sales assembly line or the AE-CSM split in other subdivisions versus full sales or full sales cycle sales, aka AE-CSM combined, no handoffs, no prospecting. Three, quota versus holistic goals and metrics. Four, commission versus full salary plus bonus. Five, sales versus the option of self-service to the extent desired and possible. Six, the predictable revenue model versus the buyer-centric revenue model. If you haven't already, I highly demand that you sign up for the buyer-centric revenue model community to continue the discussion and help implement the model. Join the movement of forward-thinking peers liberating and modernizing B2B marketing and sales. Achieve a better growth playbook, a competitive advantage, and more productive and fulfilling careers. Enjoy insights, data, best practices, resources, and jobs. Plus, the live Q&A on Thursdays at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Head over to buyercentricrevenue.com to sign up. If you want to learn more about the model and these topics, check out my book, The Death of the SDR and the Birth of the Buyer-Centric Revenue Model. It's available on Amazon in ebook, paperback, and audiobook. And now to this episode. Hey everyone, in this video, I'm going to share my official announcement for the Buyer-Centric Revenue Model movement and community that I will promote on LinkedIn. The second half of this episode is similar to the prior episode, so feel free to skip it. Enjoy. Join the positive movement, liberating and modernizing B2B marketing and sales. Join the Buyer-Centric Revenue Model community. Join forward-thinking peers in discussing and implementing the modern B2B marketing and sales model built for today, not 20 years ago, the buyer-centric revenue model. It has five pillars. One, marketing to exclusively generate and qualify leads for sales via proper non-spam marketing. That sunsets sales development, or at least as much as possible by gradually repurposing sales development with two experiments. Sales development will be the first to thank you. Two, full sales. AE, CSM combined, no handoffs, no prospecting, where a seller can actually do their sales job and help an interested buyer, thanks to marketing, to evaluate, buy, implement, adopt, be successful, manage that business relationship, and help with referrals and reviews. A seller can generate additional leads as icing on the marketing cake, but they shouldn't have to. And if they do do it, It should not be with spam or prospecting, but with proper non-spam marketing like content, social, referrals, and networking, which many sellers already do. But a seller is not a seller and a marketer. A marketer is not a marketer and a seller. You don't see marketing doing sales, sales job or HR doing finances job or finance doing operations job. So why do you have sales doing marketing's job? Fix marketing. And you can also achieve this with an experiment. That sunsets the sales assembly line and condenses the sales role as much as possible. No more AE, CSM, sales engineer, account manager, 
and all the other different subdivisions of partial sellers and buyer handoffs. Three, proper holistic marketing and sales goals and metrics that show the full picture of marketing sales efficacy. These include profit, revenue, win rate, sales cycle, average selling price, cost per acquisition, cost per acquisition payback period, customer lifetime value, churn, customer adoption and satisfaction, number of customers, number of opportunities, and number of demo requests. This sunsets just looking at the number of contact information of uninterested buyers, otherwise known as MQLs, for marketing, and sunsets just looking at the revenue on the initial sale or quota for sales. Four, sales compensation of full salary plus bonus like any other employee. That sunsets commission, which is half of your salary withheld pending your quota attainment with then some small probability to make more than your full salary to the extent that you exceed your quota, which is your uncapped commission. And you can achieve this with an experiment And you can also let your sellers choose like they do health insurance plans. Five, where possible, enable buyers with a self-service option with as much assistance from sales as is required. Beta access, free trial, freemium, demo recording, product tour, sandbox, chat feature for quick questions, and buy now. You basically put all the information on the website because the website is a 24-7 marketer and seller and the best that a company has. So everything the buyer needs to know about your product, how it works, how it gets implemented, compliance, comparisons, ROI calculator, pricing, put that on the website. That sunsets forcing buyers artificially and prematurely to sales. In adopting the buyer-centric revenue model, you'll achieve a better growth playbook, more, faster, easier for less, You'll obtain a massive competitive advantage, attracting top talent and buyers alike, and you'll enjoy more productive and fulfilling marketing and sales careers. Early adopters will help shape the movement and enjoy the biggest competitive advantage and the most productive and fulfilled marketers and sellers, the best marketing and sales teams, the best companies. In the community, you'll enjoy insights, data, best practices, resources, and jobs. Learn, ask, and connect. Access preferred marketing and sales resources such as agencies, tech vendors, and consultants. Get hired by like-minded companies or hire like-minded talent. Attend weekly Zoom discussions on different topics with Q&A. Everyone is welcome. Marketing, sales, sales development, operations, founders, thought leaders, and investors. However, the ICP or the ideal customer profile for the movement is marketers. Marketers largely are, have been, and will continue to be the vanguard of progress, modernizing, and liberating B2B. Buyers do not want sales development, the sales assembly line, quota, commission, or push artificially and prematurely to sales. Tragically, Sales is incredibly harmed by these practices, and yet they are caused by and are exclusively advocated for by sales. 
sales is largely fighting a rear guard action against modernization to preserve these bad practices. Today, however, marketing, not sales, is responsible for influencing most, if not all, of the buyer's decision to purchase. Buyers increasingly want to mostly self-educate thanks to marketing and from their peers, who marketing is also influencing. Buyers increasingly don't want to engage with sales as much, not until much later in their journey, only when they explicitly want to, and sometimes not at all as in the case of self-service to the extent possible and desired. Marketing is the key to growth, to profit, revenue, pipeline, reputation, word of mouth, awareness, demand, conversion, expansion, retention, loyalty, advocacy, and market share. Marketing has a bigger seat at the table. Companies should be marketing-led and not sales-led like it's the 1980s. Thanks to modern buyer preferences, the modern internet, social media, mobile phones, and technology, marketing has the ability to generate a sufficient amount of quality leads, in other words, pipeline, for sales and or customers through self-service, all through proper non-spam marketing, which includes content, social, ads, events, co-marketing, influencer, partner, referral, affiliate, community, networking, sponsorships, website, buyer self-service to the extent possible and desired, in-product marketing, advisory board, customer marketing, market research interviews, remarketing to previous buyers that changed jobs, remarketing to previous buyers that spoke to sales but didn't buy for a reason that has changed. In other words, a recycle campaign. The root problem holding marketing back is sales development. Sales development is spam, telemarketing, email spam, LinkedIn spam, physical mail spam, and bribery via gift cards. Spam is not about the quantity or the relevance. It's about sending unconsented marketing solicitations to a buyer's private inbox. That's how it's different from marketing. Sales development is a marketing activity to generate leads, not a sales activity. Sales development is a relic from the pre-internet era when marketing didn't have the ability it has today. Sales development is handcuffing, preempting, counteracting, and crowding out marketing. Sales development is unnecessary and does more harm than good relative to marketing. The problem with the horse and buggy driver was not that they needed better coaching, faster horses, or more money. It was that the car replaced them. Similarly, modern marketing and buyer preferences have rendered sales development kaput. Marketing can and should exclusively generate and qualify leads for sales via proper non-spam marketing to generate real leads, which are website demo requests. Those are the real leads that sales wants. Marketing can then automatically qualify those website demo requests with a few form questions and then enable qualified buyers to book a time directly from a seller's calendar. To liberate marketing from sales development, gradually repurpose sales development into marketing, automate website demo request qualification scheduling, and then gradually reduce sales development spam, quota, and activities by 25% increments. Repurpose excess sales development capacity to marketing, quota and commission relief accordingly. Sales development will be the first to thank you. Sales development is good talent in a bad role. Those who allege to have the best interests of sales development would liberate them to marketing, operations, and sales 
And that is what sales development is anyways trying to do as soon as possible. The companies most likely to liberate sales development from marketing are those in which sales development reports into marketing, which is roughly 50% of the time. Marketing is more likely than sales to run this experiment and gradually sunset sales development. Those who who allege to have the best interest of sales development would liberate them, not profit off of their plight. Sales development peddlers, influencers, vendors, agencies, and leaders ironically and logically promote their sales development services, products, or themselves via marketing, not sales development. They are successful because they do marketing, not sales development. They are successful because they do content, social events, website, co-marketing, influencer marketing, and all the other proper non-spam marketing tactics, and not because they do sales development spam of telemarketing, email spam, and LinkedIn spam. Join the movement and the community. Sign up today. Buyer-centric revenue model over and out.